I'm just going to play that in a loop for an hour, and that'll be the show. This is Irrational Confidence, a conversation about sports, technology, and entertainment. All right, so... I'm ready to get rolling whenever you're ready to get rolling. I'm ready to get rolling whenever you're ready to get rolling. Well, then you better hit record. I'm already recording, homie. Wow. Oh, yeah. So today... Today. Is a new day. Today is a new day. Episode 74. Can you believe it? Good God, man. It's almost our... What's the what's the Hunger Games? It's like... Uh, our uh, quarter quail. Yes, it's almost the <laughs> Earcon Pod quarter quail. No, no, no. Thank you so much. Now I can die happy. Oh, oh, that was the greatest thing that's ever uh, happened in the history of this podcast. We can stop podcasting now. We just hit peak podcast. <laughs> it was oh. just the seamlessness yeah, it was of the nerd alert. nerd alert. It was like you just knew you were ready for it. I was. I was ready. I had, oh. it, I had it right there. I was ready to go. So, yeah. next. So, <laughs> so the next episode is the Earcom Pod Quarter Quell. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's when we the... select from all the previous winners. <laughs> This is the quarter quell eve. Yes. It's, this it's, is quarter quell eve. Say that five times fast. I can't do it. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, can we, uh, uh, can we get this party started? Yeah, right. we, we sure can. Uh, I got some fun updates for you. Excellent. I you love fun be updates. I'm so excited about these updates. Excellent. You're going to be super excited. Okay, update number one, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. That really good movie. Uh, saw it. Two, three mm-hmm. times in the theater, two or three mm-hmm. times in the theater. Saw it about you know ten or twelve times at my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on my iPad. Mm-hmm. I think it's on my iPhone too because I mm-hmm. have you know five thousand gigabyte iPhone. That's true. You do have a five thousand gigabyte iPhone. Uh, so yeah, let's just talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm always up for um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Talk. So as as longtime listeners will know, I've been having some trouble with the the iTunes Guardians of the Galaxy. Still, still. So I wrote unfounded. Yeah. Uh. So the original. All this original stuff happened at the beginning of December. I all right. Middle of January, I write James back. <laughs> Middle of Fast January. Fast forward six weeks. Six weeks later, I write yeah. James back and I tell him, It's been over a month. You've not even like touched base with me. Like, what's happening? If this isn't fixed or getting ready to be fixed, I want my money back. And I got I got an email back from James. How is James, by the way? James is fine. Did he James have a good? Doing great. Did he have a good Christmas, or did he, he's probably still, he's celebrate Hanukkah. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know James's particular religious affiliation, but mm-hmm. uh, and crazy nights. We're, you know. we're not really that close. Okay. I don't really want to be very close to James. James and I are not on uh, speaking terms right now. Um, so uh, James says we have not received any. And this is six weeks later. We have not received any information about a resolution to your issue. Nothing. But they did refund you. They refunded me the money. And they gave me three credits for movie rentals on the iTunes store. Wow. So I rented some movies and uh, I have kept the file in my iTunes of Guardians of the Galaxy. <clears throat> so I don't so you mean what do you mean you kept the file? I still have the file in my iTunes. I didn't delete it. Oh, you still have the file, just won't play. It'll play on my computer. Uh, and if I manually sync it over to uh, a tablet, it would play. 
but I can't like it doesn't show up in my purchase history. Uh, it doesn't show up on uh, Apple TV. No, it does not show up on Apple TV. But you did not pay for said movie. Exactly. I didn't pay for or, it. Or so. I should say, you paid for said movie, were refunded said movie. Mo- said movie still shows up in your... Well, to be completely clear about it, I paid for it, I was refunded it, I paid for it again, and I was refunded it again. <laughs> and plus, I got three movie rentals out of it. Wow. So that, that goes to show you... Is that really worth the, frustra- the frustration no, that you've had to go through with bit. James? Not even okay. not that's a little bit. Not that's at all worth it. Um, but uh, I rented uh, some interesting movies, if you'd like to hear about them. Oh, of um, course. Uh, I rented uh, Predestination, which I had never heard of, but it just came out in 2014 with Ethan Hawke and this uh, Australian girl, Sarah Snook. Snook. And okay. it's uh, uh, like a time travel story, kind of like, I would say, like Looper or Primer, kind of like that, where it's like dealing with the paradoxes of time travel. Time travel. And uh, it's really good. It's a really good movie. Nerd alert drop. Um, uh, nerd alert! But, uh, <laughs> the, the paradoxes of time travel. We need... Uh, it's really what's good. What's the scientist guy from uh, The Simpsons? We need, like, a clip of him talking <laughs> for a second. Glavin! Glavin! Um, <laughs> so, uh, uh, but it's based on a short story that I read called All You Zombies, which is really, really good. And I'm not going to okay. tell you anything about it, because if you read it and I tell you anything about it, it'll spoil it. But... Mm. Um, Read this. Read the short story. It's on. It's on the iBooks store, and you can like find it pretty much anywhere. Oh, the, the iBooks. The yeah, the iBooks. Yeah, that's the a thing. You, the app that you can't delete. Uh, you can't delete iBooks. No. Oh, you can delete it from the Mac. Um, but they probably also got it on Kindle too. But it's a good story, and it was a good movie. So I rented that. That was really uh-huh. good. I also rented a movie that I'd never seen before, but I'd always wanted to see the pink, the original Pink Panther Ooh. from nineteen sixty three. Way less funny than I thought it was going to be. Mm. I didn't even finish it. I was like, uh, nah, wow. I'm kind of bored. Well, wow, I've had enough of you. Yeah, I had had enough of the Pink Panther, so I stopped watching it. And um, then Just I watched the cartoon. Cartoon's excellent. <laughs> the Pink Panther cartoon with the yes. uh, with the the guy pushing the broom. Um, <laughs> I, I prefer to watch it on the insulation commercials. Um, okay. And I also rented a documentary, Last Days in Vietnam, about uh, the last days in Vietnam. Wow. And how Look we at you got... being all cultured and stuff. You're, you're, whatever. You know you're just trying to you're trying to increase your trivia crack geography percentage. Maybe. Uh and history. Yeah. And history. Yeah, yep. two for one. You got a two for That's there two with that for rental. One. How much was that rental? Uh free. <laughs> there you go. A lot cheaper than uh Thanks, extra James. Spin, a lot cheaper than extra spins on trivia crack. It was it was free, <laughs> thanks to a friend of the show, James. Wow. Um, so I still haven't bought Guardians of the Galaxy, rebought it, but I probably will next time I go to like Target or something. I'll just pick it mm. up. You know, uh, you know what else <clears throat> wasn't good that I rented? What? Lucy. Oh, I heard that was terrible. Yes. It was Ugh. very terrible. It looks the, bad. One redeeming quality was Scarlett Johansson, and that wasn't even that much because she was, was just awful in it. Have you seen uh, Under the Skin with her? No. That movie is super weird, but it's mm-hmm. it's pretty good. You got to be ready for weird, but it's pretty good. Gotcha. So. Yeah, I was I was not ready for how bad Lucy was going to be. I actually thought <laughs> I almost want to see it now because I've heard it's so bad. It's ter- it's just terrible in that there's no everything just happens so fast. There's just no no real storyline. It's just her kind of going through this thing that's happened to her, which is ex- almost exactly like the movie Limitless, which came out like two years ago. 
which is actually a pretty decent movie if you haven't seen it with I have a f- friend of the show Bradley Cooper and uh, Robert or Bobby De Niro as we like to call him <laughs> Bobby. Um, yeah, so that's actually a decent movie, and there's talks that they're making that into a TV series. So, oh, but I would recommend presumably Lim- not with the two of them in it. Presumably, yeah, I would recommend Limitless. Okay, uh, add that to the list. Uh, okay. It, it's not. I actually already it, did when you when you recommended it to me previously. Oh, excellent, good. Well, now I'm officially recommending it to you. It's in my queue, I believe. There you go. I don't know if that's. A, it might be available <laughs> on Netflix. Uh, it wasn't on streaming. Mm. Okay, uh, but you have you. Uh, but I could. I might be able to rent it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, I feel like I saw it on some platform somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. We need either. a super helpful Maybe HBO. Drop. Maybe HBO. Oh, it could be. I haven't checked there. So I don't know. I, I feel like I saw it somewhere. A lot of stuff comes and goes on there. That's, that's pretty good. Um, I also have, real quick before we get into the show proper, I have some yes. breaking news. Ooh. <laughs> that sound level is excellent. I probably shouldn't be like talking over the drops, but yeah, hey, probably not. you get what you pay for. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, so, uh, I found out late tonight, you, you were going to be so excited about this breaking news late tonight, I'm, I'm right before excited. we started, you can't feel these nipples, uh, right before we started recording, I read on nine to five Mac that there is a brand new, uh, iTunes update to 12.1 and guess what it fixes? Uh, what does it fix? The stoplight buttons. Wow. The stoplight Well, it does buttons. a bunch of other stuff too, but the only thing I care about is that it fixes the goddamn stoplight buttons. So now what? Now what does it fix it well, to do? Now when since I have them grayed out on all my on my apps because my glasses make them move around weird, now iTunes is also has them grayed out so that they don't move around in my glasses. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's a it's a good day for you. It also has um let's see here, improved syncing, a widget for um notification center in Yosemite and I think that's mostly it. But the important thing is that the stoplight buttons are fixed. That's, well, you know what? I am, I'm super happy for you, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a long road. Uh, James and I have been going through this together. And, uh, and we're, we're finally there. We're finally there. We climbed to the top of the mountain. And uh, there you go. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you say? I was looking at a picture of Alyssa Milano. Um, nothing. I didn't say anything. Uh, <laughs> seriously, nothing of consequence, as you know. Um <laughs> No, at least not when compared to Alyssa Milano. Not when compared to Alyssa Milano. You will never upset me by ignoring me in favor of Alyssa Milano. <laughs> that will never upset me. Uh, that's why we're friends. Yes. Anyway, let's continue, my friend. Um. So, uh, so that I've got, we got the iTunes update. We also have news that uh, today the Red Sox re-signed. This is your only Red Sox news today, so everybody, calm down. Uh, Daniel Nava was re-signed by the Red Sox for one point eight five million for this year. And he avoids arbitration and will be part of the 2015 Boston Red Sox. Well, there you go. Friend what of the show, is, Daniel What Nava. position is he playing? Uh, wherever he can. <laughs> okay. Uh, anything in the outfield. He's also done a little bit of first base before. Um, so, utility little, guy at this point. Designated for assignment. Um, he probably will be eventually. But yeah. uh, is he like just is, is he just like injury insurance? Probably at this point, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, when you list he, when you list the the nine top players, like he's not on that list. No, he's not on that list. He's good enough to keep on the team, 
but not good enough to get anything really good in return for a trade. So, I yeah. And then we had some uh, some interesting news about Mr. Pratt. Yes. Yeah. So real, just real quick, uh, not a lot of substance there, much like most of this show. Uh, just been some rumblings that uh, Disney now, you know, recently reacquiring the rights back for the Indiana Jones franchise. Uh, they're eyeing Chris Pratt to be the man, uh, the myth, the legend. He Mr. would be Indiana so good. Jones. Uh, so how what do you feel about that? You'd be all in? All I'd in, be in? definitely all in on Chris Pratt being Indiana Jones. I think that would be awesome. I think he has that 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 gravitas, you know, that that mix of uh, what you need to be Indiana Jones. The kind of he's kind of he's kind of a douchebag, but he, he does it. <laughs> but but he does it in a cool way, you know. Yeah, I agree with you. He 100%. Like, thinks he's the man, you know. Isn't his name's He doesn't like his name being Henry. He names himself after the dog. And uh, he's cool with it. Yeah, I'll, I could. I could see that. I think I could see perfect. Andy Dwyer doing that. I could definitely I could see, see Andy Dwyer doing it, um, like name, naming himself. I don't want to be called Andy. Call me Champion. Call me Burt Macklin. Uh, I could Jonathan see, Karate. Jonathan Karate. <laughs> Not to be confused with Johnny Karate. No, Jonathan Karate. Two different people. Jonathan's Jonathan much more serious. Karate disseminates all the the key messages and tones. So ninjas scatter. <laughs> Oh, where is where where's Kevin? Oh, who's Kevin? Who is his buddy? buddy? Oh crap! Who's I was Kevin's his buddy? buddy. Oh crap! I was his buddy. <laughs> you have thirty seconds to get out of here. Oh uh, god! Woo, Parks and Rec, uh, good stuff. Good stuff. So, uh, so that's all our. Uh, I guess you could say oh, news so, and follow up. So we're excited for Chris Pratt uh, to possibly cast as Indy. Although you know, every to be fair, every movie studio wants Chris Pratt for everything. They really do. They really uh, do. He's rumored to be involved in the new Magnificent Seven remake. Oh with, God, that would be so with good with Denzel him. Washington. That is directed by Antoine Fuqua from uh, Training Day. Yeah, I didn't think Training Day was that great. Yeah, it was just. It, I didn't think there was anything wrong with it. It was a fine movie, okay. and a lot of people really okay. liked it. It just wasn't my like kind it. of movie. Okay, that's all right. Yeah, it there was. I didn't have any problem with it. I just there wasn't yeah. spaceships and death rays and Greedo and I don't have any problems with Training Day. It's just not my kind of movie. Okay, no worries. Denzel Washington shot first. Yeah, um, <laughs> Denzel shot first. He definitely shot first. Um, you need so, to watch. You need to watch this week's episode of The Flash. You'll appreciate the. I'm so far behind on the Flash in that I'm well for me I'm far behind I'm two episodes behind. (laughs) That sounds like a personal. But you know what I've been doing? What have you been doing? I've been watching Agent Carter. Oh, see that's funny because I'm behind on Agent Carter. Yeah, I started on Agent Carter and I really like it. Awesome. Yeah, I'm kind of worried about it because it the ratings have been dipping. Oh, that's and on net on network television that's like the death curse. Yeah, Uh, she's so badass. Yeah, I mean the first episode was really really good. Um, I have I think I watched two episodes. I think I'm two behind maybe. Mm -hmm. But um, but yeah, no fun. And it's just, uh, it, yeah, she's a very cool character, and yeah. she's a very good actress. Good character, yeah. I and really I, like and her. She's I, fun. you love Jarvis, right? I do like Jarvis. A yes, lot. yes. Yeah. I knew you would. Yes, I do. Cool. Uh, so, um, I guess we should get into our big old movie news. Okay, yeah. Let's do movies. We got tons uh, you of movies. saw American Sniper. I did see American Sniper. Um, with the fake baby. <laughs> 
Right? So I had not heard anything about the fake baby. Oh, so And I bad. went to go really? see it. You must have really uh, muted your filters to, to oh. avoid the fake baby. It had a, its own Twitter account. Oh, did it was you? like a big... Yeah, it was like a big thing. No, I knew I nothing it, about it. I think the it, they, it was like a petition to get it nominated for a best supporting actor role. <laughs> no, I, di- I didn't know anything about the fake baby, anything okay. at all. And so I went in and, you know, clean slate. I had no idea that there was a fake baby. And when they got to the scene in the nursery, and I'm like, what the hell is that? It was literally like. They picked a baby doll up off of the the shelf at Target and just put it in a movie. Well, you know the story behind it, right? I heard that like the the kid that was supposed to do it was sick or something. Or... Yeah, and and Eastwood is like, let's you know, he's not one to reschedule stuff, and he's like, go 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 go. He's on it. I mean, you, know, he... you gotta you gotta appreciate that. I mean, he's not gonna be he's not gonna live that much longer. He's got a tight schedule. <laughs> he's like, I gotta get this movie he's, out. He's like ninety five years old. We gotta get this thing moving. He looks good for ninety five. I mean. I, the the fake baby was was funny and and it was kind of bad that they had to do that but I, I other than that it was a really good really well put together movie have you seen it no but you spoiler alert he dies right yes he's he died and i actually knew that he died uh-huh. but i had forgotten it and then when they say it at the end of the movie that he died i was like oh shit he did and but then i remember that he had been on something I can't remember his story had been on something, and I had heard that he had died. But um, so question. Uh, I have not seen it. The wife and I were planning on going to see it last weekend, but that didn't materialize. Um, You've seen Lone Survivor. I have seen Lone Survivor. Yes. Okay. Uh, Compare it to Lone Survivor because that'll Mm. be that's my benchmark because I saw Lone Survivor. Did you like it Uh, more, less, or about the same? I would say we're at the eye doctor right now. <laughs> number one, number yeah. two, number one, number two. I think it's a V, but it could be. Uh, um, so I that's a hard comparison to make because they're very different feeling movies. Okay, um, Lone Survivor is when you get right down to the the actual plot and substance of Lone Survivor. It's very much, and I know it's a true story, and it really happened to this guy. And you know, I've seen interviews with him. And he's a real dude but it's an action movie okay, and it's a survival movie. And this is more, uh, more like Hurt Locker. That's what that. Okay. So I love that you went there. Cause that was going to be my next thing. Yeah. I was going to say, well, how, well, how do you, how does it compare to Hurt Locker? Cause that's another movie that I really liked. I would uh, say in comparison to Hurt Locker, it is overall not quite as good a movie. It's okay. still a good movie. It's not quite as good overall as Hurt Locker, but I think Bradley Cooper Okay. Is better than um, what's his face, um, Jeremy Rayner. Yeah, than Hawkeye. Gotcha. Um, but you know, underrated performance alert: uh, Guy Pierce in Hurt Locker. I really enjoyed it. I don't remember him in that. He was the dude in the beginning that was like found the bomb. He was like in the bomb suit and then like blew oh. up. Uh, Raw. Oh right. Okay, I got you. Guy I Pierce, you. the guy yeah. in Iron. The, he's like the bad guy in Iron Man Three. Mm, I thought you that was. Um, <laughs> I got nothing tonight. I'm so tired. I've like zero references in my head. They're all gone. Wow. Wow. I blew it with the nerd alert at the beginning of the show. <laughs> no, the um, nerd alert at the beginning of the show was the best. Yeah, I'm just going to play that in a loop for an hour, and that'll be the show. 
Um, no, I think okay. I think American Sniper is a good film. It's a really good performance by Bradley Cooper. He, okay. I mean, he even played off the fake baby. You can see him. I didn't notice it at the time, but I saw a clip where he's holding the fake baby and he's like moving his finger to get. The yes, mark. I heard about that. <laughs> he's trying so hard, but I have to say, Bradley Cooper, great performance. He is a really, really good actor. He's yes, very he good. He is not just a comedy actor. He is a very good actor. Um, the script is. It's it's not blow you away fantastic, but it's very good. Okay. Um, all around, I think it's a good it's a good movie. Um, I wouldn't say that it's a best movie movie. I I don't know that I agree that it, it deserves best movie, but I definitely see Bradley Cooper with like a best performance, actor? best actor. Yeah, really. Yeah, he that was good, huh? he was really good. He was really okay. really good. Okay. Especially later in the movie when he comes back, and there's a scene where. He's basically just sitting there staring, and even doing that, you're like, "Wow, like that." You know, I can sit and stare, but like he's acting, so it's it's mm. it's a really good performance. He's a great actor. Uh, I'd give it, you know, four out of five stars. I guess it was good. It's not, okay. you know, it's so not Godfather it, Part Two, but four, it's good. Four out of five farts. I give it four out of five farts. Um. I did have a burrito for lunch, um, but it is good. Lord. Like I said, it's good. It's the I, well, I, I swear the, fake baby. the Taco Bell and Enon would just like close shop if I'm you didn't. The cornerstone of their business, <laughs> and you don't even go through the drive. I mean, you don't even like talk to anybody. You just do your I, app. I talk as little as I can. <laughs> uh, so, so long story already too long. Uh, American Sniper was was really good it's not the best movie in the world but it's a good movie and i like worth it. seeing it in the theater i'm gonna be upset if i don't uh, no i don't think you'd be upset if you don't but it was worth seeing it i saw it in imax and it was fine i didn't regret it okay so. by yourself at 10 a.m on a tuesday uh it was a thursday maybe Okay. <laughs> it was actually in the afternoon because they didn't, have any, they didn't have any morning shows. I had to wait till the afternoon. Nicholas, people go to the movies in the afternoon. I know. There were like 10 people in there. It was oh, ridiculous. The, gosh, gosh, that's still. Oh, I just couldn't gross. hear the sound echoing around that's the walls. gross. Even thinking about other people in the same row oh, as you. It's Oh, there was nobody in the same row. Don't okay. worry about that. Whew. <laughs> I dodged that bullet. Uh, so, uh, uh, so, moving right along. <clears throat> more movie news. More movie news. Did let's you just, do you know this fellow, it. this Simon Pegg fellow? Yeah, he yeah, was in some movies that I haven't seen, but he was in <laughs> Star Trek, and I did see that. Yes, that pretty much sums it up. Uh, so Simon Pegg is going to be co-writing, or I guess he is currently co-writing, the brand new Star Trek three script. Well, any particular reason why? Uh, I don't know, other than the fact that he did write the movies you didn't see, the Cornetto tr- trilogy. He wrote those, co-wrote those with Edgar Wright. Shaun of the Dead? Shaun of the Dead, uh, Hot Fuzz, World's End. He yeah, co-wrote the, those. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Uh, no. Um, okay. <laughs> but uh, he co-wrote those, and the guy that is currently co-writing Star Trek with him has kind... I mean, I guess he's a good writer, because they wouldn't have gotten him otherwise, but like his resume is a little thin. So I think mm. maybe they brought Simon Pegg in just to kind of round things out. But um, round peg, square hole, round peg, square hole. Yep, that's it. (sighs) And uh, just to remind you, uh, our buddy uh, Justin Lin is going to be directing that film. 
So it will be action packed. I am love sure. it. I'm in. You said you said my two favorite words in Hollywood, Justin, Justin and Lynn. Lynn. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Simon Pegg co-writing Star Trek Three. I, I'm sure we have a release date, but I don't have it written down, so I don't know what it is. Excellent. You know, stellar reporting as usual. That's how we do it here. Um. So, uh, we've got some more sci-fi movie news. Okay. Uh, do you like busting ghosts? Uh, I ain't afraid of no ghost. Do you like ladies? Uh, I ain't afraid of no ghost. <laughs> How do you feel about ladies busting ghosts? Uh, only if Janine's in there. Janine, Janine, I don't know if Annie Potts is in. <laughs> Damn it. I love Annie Potts. <laughs> she's very oh, underrated. Rare, she, I mean, she was overshadowed by Sigourney Weaver, but How did I we think go she 74? still how do we go seventy four episodes without an Annie Potts reference? I don't know. Um, but now, but now it's gonna be nothing but Annie Potts. Now it's references. gonna be nothing but just, from here on. Just out. wait to the quarter quell. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I get. Was it yesterday they made the announcement about uh, the new Ghostbusters film? Yes. Uh, Dan Aykroyd's which, not in which it, which they've been dancing around for yeah, like a year. Right? They, yeah, they really have. Uh, Bill Murray's not in it. Uh, Ernie Hudson's not in it. It's and, like bri- it's like bridesmaids with ectoplasm. Yeah, exactly. And uh, Egon's not in it because he's dead. Um, yeah, uh, that's right. Yeah. R.I.P. Egon. Yeah. Um, so the brand new Ghostbusters. I'm so excited about this. I, I don't even. Are know. you? Yeah, I'm super excited. Okay, Kristen Wiig. Okay. Melissa McCarthy. So again, bridesmaids with ectoplasm. Bridesmaids with ectoplasm. Kate McKinnon. Okay, SNL. SNL okay. and Leslie Jones from SNL. I don't know Leslie Jones. She is. She's a little bit older. I think she's, she's the black girl. She's she the black looks lady. like the, she looks like the girl from Orange Is the New Black. I haven't watched it. Sorry. Neither have I. I watched I the first know. ten seconds and saw Laura Prepon naked, and I was like, "All right, pause, done." Um, <laughs> I, it means nothing to me. Um, so it what what it looks like to me is Paul Feig, the guy who wrote and directed Bridesmaids well, and there you The go. Heat. And all those. He brought back Kristen Wiig and Melissa McCarthy because he knows they're funny as hell. And then basically he went to the Saturday Night Live cast and was like, all right, who are the two funniest ladies? And they gave him the two funniest ladies because they really are the two funniest people on the show. The two funniest ladies on the show, at least. And uh, and so those are the four new Ghostbusters. Hmm. And I'm super excited. I think it's going to be really good. Well, there you go. I'm super excited. When's uh, this coming out? It is coming out July 22nd of 2016. Wait, you you actually have a date for me? I actually have that one written down. Wow. On, on my paper right here. Wow. I don't even know what to say. I'm speechless. <clears throat> I, I don't have a sound drop for that. Uh, <laughs> Close enough. Okay. Um, <laughs> that one's for a uh, friend of the show, Tim. Um. So uh, so that's your Ghostbusters news. Then, uh, unless you have more sci-fi such stuff, well, we're getting it. We got more sci-fi later, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll get we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, let's 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 take it in the order, son. <laughs> I'm getting all excited. I'm getting all. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. Have you heard about this new Quentin Tarantino flick? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I heard a little bit about it, and then I heard that he was like, "I'm not going to do it because somebody leaked the script," and mm. then he was like, "Oh, okay, I guess I will do it because everybody wants me to do it." All right, so I'm going to give you a date first. Okay. 11, 13, 15. Ooh, okay. So it's not too far in the distant future. Okay. Um, all right, I'm going to give you one reason why you might not like it. 
Okay. And then four reasons why you will really like it. Okay. All right. What do you want first? The one why why I won't. Channing Tatum. Uh, he's kind of growing on me. <laughs> okay. You know, I watched the... Uh, I'll remember that Channing Tatum life-size doll for <laughs> Nicholas' birthday, May the 5th. G- give Dump. me a poster. I'll put it up next to my uh, uh, Vigo the Carpathian poster. Uh, no, he's kind of growing on me. Yeah, I watched the uh, the 21 Jump Street, and uh, he was pretty darn good in that. You know, this is what this is what was good too. You, you know, one day you're going to receive a package. You know, this is what it's going to be. You know, I re, I received a random package for you Did one you? day last last month, and <laughs> this is it's this is going to be like treat yourself, treat yourself. You know, like one day you're just going to come With home a Channing and Tatum doll. No, I'm just saying you don't know what it's going to. You don't know what's going to be it's in true. there. I have no could idea. be anything. Could be literally uh, anything. It literally, could be, anything. it could be Ice Cube. You know, it could be an Ice Cube CD. Who knows? Uh. I don't know a single song Ice Cube has ever done. So well, that's why that's why you'd get a CD. That's probably why I need it. And some elbow art. Elbow art? Uh, you didn't, have you seen? Have you not seen the latest Parks and Rec? I guess not. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. I'm hip. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, I, I put that in my grizzle pad. Wow. So, wow. Is that that's like a real? That's like a dig at Google, right? It's got to be like, right. It's like Google huge... slash Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so I gave you the one that was supposed to be a downer, but mm. it's turning into an upper, which is Channing Tatum. <laughs> so you want the other four? Yeah. All right. In no particular order, uh, except for the last one, uh, Kurt Russell. Okay. Michael okay. Madsen. I do like both of them. Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson. And Walton Goggins. Venus Van Damme himself. Mm. I love him so much. So good. Ugh. He's the he is the singular reason why I'm still watching Justified in the final season. I I haven't watched Justified in a long time, but I do love some Walton guys. Just just to see what happens, just to see what happens to him. I mean, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride it to the end. <laughs> Riding it to the end. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, yeah this this movie I it looks good. It looks good. yeah interesting western. Uh, it's Tarantino. I mean, gosh, Django and Chain was awesome. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess this is gonna be more. I guess that was like the spaghetti western, and this is going to be kind of like the Magnificent Seven type western, where it's yeah. kind of a spaghetti western, but it's more Americanized, I guess. Mm. American but, uh, spaghetti, American spaghetti, which like is, mac and, a mac and cheese western. It's, uh, it's basically just uh, uh, angel hair pasta and ketchup. Um, wow. So I did look up or, the or um, maple syrup. Yeah, exactly. It's one of the four food groups. Um, so I did look up the, uh, the synopsis that we have so far and I'm pretty interested in post-Civil War Wyoming bounty hunters try to find shelter during a blizzard, but get involved in a plot of betrayal and deception. Will they survive? Question Mm. mark. Question marks. Question mark. I always love the question mark at the end. It it provokes such thought. Lots of thought provoked. What does it mean? I don't know. I think it means will they survive? But we don't know if they will. We'll have to watch and find out. Interesting. Coming soon to a theater. This is where we needed the dun dun dun. I got the, not, not, the, not the gavel dun dun. I was gonna dun, say I got like the gavel. The, That's all I got. Like the for like the evil monkey or foreboding. I don't. I don't have an evil dun, monkey. I have dun dun dun. I have the goat. evil evil sheep. Oh goat. Yeah. Some <laughs> sort of some sort of farm animal. 
I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get foreboding farm animal. Foreboding farm animal. That's the name of my new podcast. Mm. Foreboding farm animals. There you go. Um. So it looks good. I'm super excited about it. I think it looks great. Well, so. then that's all that matters, Nicholas. That is all that matters. Yeah, to don't me. let anyone else tell you otherwise. Nope. I'm you a, do you. You do I'm you. a big boy. I can watch what movies I want to watch. They hate us because they ain't us. That's right. Holla. Um, so we also got a look at the new Fantastic Four trailer. Yes, we did. Which what do you what are your thoughts? I'm eager to see your thoughts on this. Okay, so I did not watch the previous Fantastic Four. Was it it was more than one movie, right? It was two, it movies, was two movies and you are the smartest man alive for not watching those. I have not seen them. They didn't look that great, so I didn't watch Good. them. Good. Good. Uh, Smart. This, however, looks intriguing to me, and not least of which because uh, Kate Mara. <laughs> I knew uh, you would love that. My goodness. And uh, I'm I'm very intrigued. Uh, Michael B. Jordan as remind uh, me again who he the, is. He was in. Um, you didn't watch. Uh, trying to think what you would have seen. He would have been in. Did you see that fruit? That he was like, he got a lot of buzz for that movie, Fruitville Station. Oh my gosh, I've never even heard of that. It was like a documentary about this guy that was like beaten to death or something. Um, he was in that sci fi movie Chronicle where those kids like discovered that weird thing and had got like superpowers. Nope. Uh, what would you have seen that he was in? Um, cause I, it's hard because I knew him from Friday Night Lights as, uh, as yeah, Vince I still Howard. I haven't watched that. No, okay, I can't I'm gonna look this that. dude up. What's okay. his name? Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Johnny not Storm. To be confu- not to be confused with Michael He's Jordan. He's a good looking dude. Yeah. Yeah. He was really good in he was okay. really good in the last couple seasons of uh Friday Night Lights. He was uh, on an episode of House. Yes. He was in Red Tails, which I wanted to see but didn't. <laughs> he was on Parenthood. He was in two episodes of Lie to Me, which I stopped watching after two episodes. Lie to me. What's that? That's a show with um, what's his name? Tim Roth, where he's like a oh, you know what? He's in. And... Where's Tim? Tim Roth's in something else that we were gonna either talk about tonight or something because I saw his. Maybe he's in. No, he's not in the Tarantino film. Damn it! That's gonna bother me. He's in. Yeah, he is in something else that we were gonna talk about. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Uh, Tarantino. Maybe it was his Tarantino film. I'm not sure. I don't know. Um. But uh, yeah, I don't know this guy. Um, That's all right. You will. You will know him. You. You will be. Uh, so this is a reboot, I guess. Of oh, he is going to be in the Hateful Eight. He is going to be in the Hateful Eight. Tim Roth. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I see him. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah, it, it's. I guess. Yeah, I guess it's a reimagining. I mean, it's like the other ones didn't happen, which um, wouldn't be so bad. Okay. Here, here's my only problem with this. Uh, with this film. Okay. My only problem thus far, Kate Mara is the invisible woman. Yes. Why would you ever want her to be invisible? Well, she's not like always invisible. Okay. It's only like she's only. Invisible I wouldn't want her ever invisible. Like right. only when it suits her purposes. Like when she jumps in front of trains. <laughs> like like when I'm trying to hit on her and she turns invisible and walks away. <laughs> wow. Um. I'm like, did anyone else see that? No. Nope, just me. Nope. Just me. Yep. Okay. Thanks. Okay. Um. Yeah. This looks good. Yeah. I'll go and, see it. Uh, and Miles Teller. Miles Teller. Yeah, Where do I know him it. from? Uh, uh, from a lot of stuff. You know him from Divergent. If you saw I Divergent, saw which you probably didn't see. Um, 
Um, you know him from... He was in the Footloose remake. He was. He was in... I haven't seen uh, any of these movies he's in. Mm. Project X. That's not a remake, is it? No, I have no not. idea. I never saw the original. It's, it's not a remake. Uh, apparently a lot of these guys are in the movie That Awkward Moment. I don't know why. I don't know that movie either. I don't know any of these movies. What's wrong uh, with me? Millennials, you know? God, millennials. They made movies as well. Uh, I guess. Um, oh, Imogen Poots is in That Awkward Moment. Oh, I'm going to have to see it now. Jamie you Bell's like in Im- this. I like Jamie Bell. You like Imogen Poots? I do like Imogen Poots. Uh, Jamie Bell's in uh, Fantastic Four, and I like him. He was the voice of 1010 in uh, The Adventures of 1010, which you said was a kid's movie. Uh, oh, he, play- he plays King the Kong. thing. He plays the thing. He plays the thing. Yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is interesting, because he's kind of a small dude, right? Oh, my God. They've already announced Fantastic Four 2. For 2017. Okay. Wow. Yeah, he's a little guy. Uh, he was also in uh, Snowpiercer. Yes, I remember him in Snowpiercer yeah. and Tilda Swinton, who I could not forget. She was awesome in that movie. Oh, he was also the guy. He was the main character in that uh, show Turn. Remember we watched Turn for a bit on AMC? Oh, right. The, the Revolutionary Watt, the, War one. The spy thing. He was the yeah. main dude in that. And then it doesn't look like it could <laughs> That show it. sucked. Uh, <laughs> That was bad, okay. So, so, uh, so uh, yeah, I'll go see it. Looks good. Okay. Why not? Good, good, good. And then we've got uh, to round out our movie news. We've got some uh, some announcements about Super Bowl movie commercials. Oh right! So the big games on Sunday. Uh, this is foot football. Yeah, the foosball. The foosball. Medulla oblongata. Now, uh, will there will the balls be properly inflated? Uh, it sounds like it. It sounds like there's going to be 108 footballs that will be used for the That's game. That's a lot of balls. 54 on each side, all that to the right inflation. A lot of balls. And that is that is the extent to which I'll be talking about any uh, PSI-related I'll, issues. All I will say is I will say two things about the, the inflation of footballs. Well, number one, a lot of people said a lot of things they weren't qualified to say. <laughs> Uh, I'm a, I'm a scientist and blah blah blah. No, you're not. Shut up. And uh, I believe I watched the Bill Belichick conference, and I am I'm 100 percent sure he was as sick and tired of talking about infl- mm. inflation of footballs as I was hearing about it. And I don't follow football. Well, the funny thing today is that the NFL came out and said, "Yeah, we really the refs don't check the actual PSI. They just kind of like pick it up and approve it or disapprove it." I'm shocked. I'm shocked. There's, so there's no records of exact pressures i'm so shocked that the, the nfl game. doesn't do things yeah the way exactly they be. i it's, it's just super ridiculous shocked. anyway so, you gotta have a villain right back to my the hate you know hate us if he ain't us well that's uh, exactly why they're all the everybody wants to talk about it is because it creates a story yeah so anyway back to the real important part of the super bowl thank you the commercials so, uh, aside from your uh, all the other crazy commercials that you're going to see for Budweiser and Pepsi and Doritos and the like, uh, and your there's a Kim Kardashian commercial for you on selfies, which you can't wait for. Does she use um, a selfie stick? Yes. To some movies that you want to take a look at uh, and watch out for that you'll see on the Super Bowl commercial uh-huh. for. 30-second TV spots, $4.5 million. Why didn't we get one? $4.5 million for a 30-second earcom pod. We would get a shitload of viewer, or listeners. We would, actually. Uh, Disney. Mm-hmm. You'll see a Tomorrowland trailer. Yeah. Not, not, don't know how I, I feel about that. I don't that. know yet. I'm still on the fence about Tomorrowland. 
Okay. I like the land. I'm just not sure about the movie yet. If George Clooney could narrate your life, how much would you pay for that? $4.5 million for 30 okay. seconds of it. <laughs> uh, Universal has Jurassic World. Yes. Ted 2. No. Minions. Yes. And The Seventh Son. No. <laughs> uh, quick aside on, on Jurassic World. Apparently today, the their, apparently their website, the Jurassic World website's a little nuts. Like, it's got a ton of content on there. Uh-huh. And they released the some photos of their newest creation, the Indominus Rex. Indominus Rex? Yeah. What the hell is that? It's you think it's a T Rex, but it's so much more. It's like a it's like their genetically modified crazy organism thing that uh, that you need to to see to believe. Okay. If I it, see it, will I believe it, or will I still think it's well? Fiction? I don't think you're actually gonna see it. Oh. Man. But. Well, I'll see it when the movie comes out. Oh, you'll definitely see it when the movie. I'll see comes the out. shit out of it when the movie comes out. Um. Yeah, it says. We set out to make Indominus the most fearsome dinosaur ever to be displayed at Jurassic World. The genetic en- engineers at our Hammond Creation Lab have more than delivered. Hmm. Now, now, now's, where, now's where you play the drop. Uh, oh, sorry. At no expense. There you go. <laughs> at first glance, Indominus most closely resembles a T-Rex, but its distinctive head orientation and ultra-tough bony ostoderms can be traced from theropods known as abelosaurs. They have horns hmm. placed above the eye orbit through genetic material. Its roar is estimated to reach 140 to 160 decibels, the same as oh, a 747 shit. taking off and landing. I was going to say, that break your eardrums. And it can reach speeds of 30 miles an hour while confined to its enclosure. Oh, my God. Come experience Indominus Rex for yourself beginning this summer. No. If, <laughs> if you dare. I don't dare. I definitely want to go see that IMAX 3D. Yes. Yes, I do. Definitely yes. want to see that in IMAX 3D. Oh, I forgot Vincent D'Onofrio is in this. <laughs> Did he lose any weight or is he still Din- a big giant fat person? <laughs> yeah, he's a little big giant fat person. Um, I'm super excited about Jurassic World. Ted 2, I saw the trailer for it today and it looks horrible. Mm. Uh, I saw the first one. It, it was kind of funny, but like it's, just, it's so crass and awful. Uh, Minions, I'm actually kind of excited about. I'm going to take my daughter to see that. Okay. And uh, Seventh Son looks like a nope. generic dragon movie. So, <laughs> All right. So uh, Paramount Pictures has Terminator Genesis, yes. which you're stupidly excited about. I am stupidly excited about my girl. And SpongeBob the movie. Ugh. Ugh. And uh, there you go. You're going to definitely go see that in IMAX 3D, yeah. SpongeBob the movie. Uh, not of my own free will. <laughs> Lionsgate. Hey, has... your time is coming, buddy. <laughs> not for not for SpongeBob. Yeah, you're gonna miss SpongeBob. Thank God. Uh, Lionsgate has Insurgent. I don't know these movies. You don't know these movies. Right. Fox has Kingsman. Ugh. No, not excited about Kingsman. No, not especially. I mean, it looks okay, but okay. I, I, it looked a little. And and I know it's apples and oranges, but for some reason, it reminded me of League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, mm. which was a terrible movie. Really, like I kind of, I thought it was kind of fun that they had like the like the picture of Dorian Gray and they had Captain Nemo and they had no, uh, uh, no. Who did Connery play? Who was his character? Uh, Alan Quartermain. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. That was kind of fun. No, I'm the no. only one. No, you're probably party not the of, only one. You're the only one of, here. Party of one. Party of one over here. Uh, so yeah, I will definitely be watching all these commercials. Okay. 
and uh, at Kyle's. Oh, really? Yeah. That's still a thing? It's a thing. How big is this television? Uh, it's big enough. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's as big as mine. Do they do they talk? Do uh, they talk during the game? Yeah. I don't think the, I don't think that's off limits. Yeah. Okay. No, is, is there it's gonna fine. be a big is there gonna be a big crowd? Well, they're doing a combined uh birthday party for their daughter and Super Bowl party. That's so anyway. <laughs> and I'm and, and I'm fun. glad I live here. It'll be fun. Uh so what are you doing for the, the the superb owl? Uh we are hosting a little shindig over here. I'm cooking up not one but two beer can chickens. Nice. And I'm going to be on the edge of my seat, biting my fingernails for three hours. Yeah. Or really for like five hours, because that's how long the Super Bowl is going to be. My wife and daughter have Patriots stuff that they will be wearing, and I will be wearing. Yeah, they do. They both do. Please, please, uh, please tweet some of that. Will do. That would be great. And I think I'm going to wear my Ditka jersey. Wow. There you go. In defiance. In pure defiance. Like, you you had cause... You know, like ten years ago, to wear that. I remember we had a par- uh, Super we Bowl did. party the, at the your Bears house. Did go to the Super Bowl and hey. got soundly beaten. Um. So there you go, the big game. Watch it. Boom. Catch the All fever. Right. Can we talk about TV? Super Bowl fever. T- can we talk about TV? Yeah, I'd love to. Well, you want to talk about Amazon first, and then I'm going to get into some network stuff. Okay, I. I'm 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 Amazon's on on my bad list right now. Ooh, why is that? When it comes to these pilots, because last year they had that pilot with Titus Welliver that I don't remember the name of. They had the one where the people were trapped in the in the garage, and they what? looked really cool. These were like cool pilots. Nothing ever came of them. Man, whatever. So like, I'll with Amazon pilots. If it's if it looks like crap, it's probably not going to go anywhere. And if it's good, I'll believe it when I see it, that they make a show out of it. Okay. So here are the Amazon pilots. I, I just glanced at an at an article that had them. Uh, do you want me to talk about them or just tell you which ones I care about? Uh, just tell me about the ones you care about. Okay, there's only like one. <laughs> awesome. All right. I love it. So hold on, hold on. I'll pull up the, the article so great. I can at least say this what they are. Okay, so the first one is cocked. Okay. Cocked. 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 Wow. wow. Cocked. And basically, it's like this guy is going to run his uncle's firearms company or something, but then he's going to try to, according to this article, he has an idea to boost the company's sales by marketing to the LGBT community. Things go predictably from there. It's a bit like kinky boots, but for the guns and ammo set. Wait a minute. This says things go predictably predictably yeah how do you pre- what is the predict what how do you predict yeah where, what's the what is the what is the predicted result of that the pre- yeah it's like oh oh he owns a gun range uh, no, and and then one the lgbts and then oh that it's yeah a, it becomes I saw a, that coming it becomes oh, a disco gun is. range yeah that's that gosh that old trope of the lgbt gun range uh wow, so wow. cox looks terrible then there's okay. down dog a and I'm putting this show. I'm putting this in quotes comedy, where this guy takes over his ex girlfriend's yoga studio, which sounds patently absurd on the face of it. Why would he need to take over his ex girlfriend's yoga studio? What 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 possible turns and and plot devices can they have to make that be a thing? But regardless, it looks stupid. 
Um, then there's Mad Dogs. That she decides to be a co-owner at the LGBT gun range. That's what it is. That you see, yeah. see you. You're always thinking. Then there's Mad you, Dogs. You. You're always thinking <laughs> you. Uh, that looks like it has a semi-decent cast, but it kind of looks terrible. Um, and it's basically just like about these guys and they go down to Belize and there's like this like drug deal. Th- I don't know. It looks stupid. So, okay. Then the one I was excited about point of honor is a civil war drama and it focuses on, I'm reading straight from the thing focuses on a family of wealthy Virginians who free their slaves, but continue to fight on the side of the Confederacy. And like, I saw the trailer of it and I was like, okay, that looks interesting. I I'll give that one a shot. But the review um, basically says it's just dumb and it it's just really silly and not very good. So it looks stupid. Then there's Salem Rogers model of the year 1998. And that's like these two women and it's basically all like sex and drug jokes. And apparently that's a comedy. Um, <laughs> very loose interpretation. Very loose interpretation of the term comedy. The one I actually am excited about, but I'm probably not going to watch any of it until they decide whether they're going to make it into a show or not, because I'm not going to waste my time. But uh, The Man in the High Castle. And this is, uh, it's based on a Philip K. Dick novel. And the premise is that the Axis powers, the Japanese and the Germans, won World War II. And the United States is split between the victors, Germany and Japan. And it's about what happens, like resistance movements and and stuff like that. And that sounds kind of neat. And according to the reviewer, the pilot was really good, but I don't really want to spend the time to watch it and get invested in it. If it's not going to be picked up. So I'm going to hold my breath on that one. And then there's another one, the New Yorker presents, which is basically just like short films and little documentaries and stuff that are produced by the New Yorker. So it's not even really, those don't sound good. No, they don't really sound that great. So like whatever. Okay. I'm more excited in your fall TV pilot news. Uh, I don't know that that's necessarily should be the case. It's not. It's so because not. It's, because it's network television. And I literally really, have like there's three really lines. There's really a lot of bad things. I literally go, have like three lines of notes. I did. I did. Okay. It's really bad. I did. Can, right, I write, so. can I write what I – can I read to you what I wrote? Yeah. Okay. Uh, nothing from ABC looks good. CBS. Uh, the, well, okay. Stop. Let's just do ABC real okay. quick. Okay. Uh, the the L.A. crime looks it, it kind of got caught my eye just because it's going to be kind of like an anthology series or okay. kind of like The Wire where it's 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 a character driven true crime procedural but they're going to focus on eras in L.A. history so season one is going to be like Bonnie and Clyde in the '80s Sunset Strip kind of L.A. Okay, um, and then I guess like the next season if they you know have one will be like another area era of L.A. crime and. I don't know. I thought that'd be interesting. Yeah, that's worth a shot. Uh, and then you didn't the comedy really the the Chev and Bev comedy. Oh my god! I saw that. No. And I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Chev okay. and right. Bev. All right, but like, yeah. and end with ABC. Well, okay, so ABC. Like, I was looking through and I see uh, Shonda Rhimes' name, and I look at the the description of the show, and I'm like, oh, it's exactly like every other show she's ever done. So right. no thanks. Hey, if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix. I guess. I mean, she makes tons of money making the same show over and over again. All right, CBS. Wait, you don't want to talk about Chev and Bev? 
<laughs> I just had it on my list for you. Oh yeah. I thought I thought like you had some European vacation, you know, like holdover love. You know the Christmas special, the Christmas episode is going to be really good. Mm. Of Chef and Beth. <sighs> CBS. CBS. Uh, you want to know what I wrote? Yes. Maybe Supergirl. Hmm. Would have no uh, Rush Hour? No. No. <laughs> not even a little bit. Uh, yes, they are redo. Oh, they're making. I am Rush not going to watch a, a remake series. of a movie that made Jackie Chan look terrible. What? Uh, Rush what? Hour was Rush Hour was good. His stuff is so much better in his regular Hong Kong Stop. movies. Oh, you There's mean so like much Shanghai, Shanghai Noon? No, no, God, that one's even worse. Oh, <laughs> God, no. Watch his, like, his real no. Chinese Hong Kong movies. Those are no. good. I won't. I won't uh, the, Rush, Rush, the first Rush Hour was very funny. Yes. I will give you that. But his martial arts are so much better in the way they're edited and everything in his regular Hong Kong movies. Okay, Fox. Uh, I wrote Luther might be worth a shot. Okay. Frankenstein. Um, retired cop, second chance at life brought back from the dead. That's a maybe. That's a maybe. Cause they could, they could very easily screw that up. They could very Uh, easily make that look terrible. Minority Minority Report too. Making Minority Report a series, that's probably going to go down the Almost Human route. That's exactly what I was thinking, was that's going to be this year's Almost Human. Um, what other ones did I have? Uh, Scream Queens? <laughs> they already ordered that one. Right, but did you see who's attached to this? Yeah, that's why they ordered it, because of Ryan Murphy. Yeah, and Jamie Lee Curtis, Emma Roberts, Abigail Breslin. Oh, it's a good cast, but yeah. like you had me at Nick Jonas. Trust. And of course, he's the last build on here. They don't know you. They don't know their audience very well. No, they don't. Millennials. Uh, but my favorite here for Fox was the Untitled John Stamos project. <laughs> I know you. I know you highlighted that on you your know, notes. Not only did I, you know, I I really think that they should greenlight Untitled John Stamos project and leave it named Untitled John Stamos project. But the the best part about it in the explanation uh, for Untitled John Stamos project is that under cast it lists John, John Stamos. Stamos. <laughs> Just John Stamos. Needs I think no it should be a one-man show. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who? I, I'm not sure. Who is currently attached to this <laughs> untitled John Stamos project? Believe because it or if, not. If you don't list it under the cast section, <laughs> then who happening. will know? Believe it or not, John Stamos has an executive producer credit on this show. Believe it oh or not. Oh, my gosh. In addition, to ca- in addition to being listed under the cast? He's also an executive producer. Who would have thought? <laughs> oh, God. All right, uh, moving on. Last but not least, NBC. NBC. No good dramas. No. Like, the blind spot one, I was like, uh, no. oh, uh, oh, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> that was like my progression on reading it. As uh, soon as they... Comedies. When I read uh, the FBI begin to follow the roadmap on her body, I was like, nope, done. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Uh, the comedy Sharing, which is produced by Jimmy Fallon. Uh, yeah, I mean, that could be okay. comedy. And then uh, this show, Take It From Us, which sounds like it's kind of like a him, like a How I Met Your Mother meets the Goldbergs. It's like a couple Mm -hmm. tells their son lessons that they learned growing up in the 90s, which would be interesting just from our perspective of growing up in the 90s. Yeah, the only problem I have with that is that it's like every other show ever made. Right, exactly. Which but is it why could we be really well it. done. Yeah, if it's really well done, then. But we won't watch it. 
How about telenovela with Eva Longoria? No. <laughs> straight to series order. It was straight to series order. They liked it that much. Wow. <sighs> I don't know who Ben Spector is, so there you go. Uh, I don't either. So that so pretty lots much to all not look forward to. Terrible. Lots, lots to not. Look oh, forward I didn't to. tell you what my NBC note was. Okay. NBC looks like crap. Wow. Wow. So, hmm. Yeah. Um, but we do have some news from Netflix. We got a lot of Netflix stuff. Netflix. I count one, two, three, three Netflix things all in a row. <laughs> it's turned into the count. Uh, <laughs> one, one Netflix. Where's that drop? I don't have there. the count. Uh, my daughter's gonna be Netflix. so upset. Two um, Netflix. <laughs> two Netflixes. A uh, couple trailers. Yeah, we got some trailers. We got some cool stuff from Netflix. Okay, I'm as excited as I was about Lady Ghostbusters. I am even more excited about the Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt program. Had you had you seen this before I sent this to you? No, I hadn't seen it at all. I knew nothing uh, about it before you sent it to me. You were like, I, I just I couldn't tell because you were stupidly excited when I after I, you came I sent it to you and you came back at it, and I was like, I didn't know if it was oh my god I'm so excited or yeah I saw this and now I'm even more excited because I saw it again. No, I was like just like stupidly excited because I'd never seen it and I thought it was amazing. She's from uh, Saturday Night Live as well, right? Uh, I don't know if she was on Saturday Night Live. She are you talking about uh, Ellie Kemper? Whoever's the oh no, I'm getting there confused with another show. Oh, no, okay. that she was on The Office. She was on The Office. She replaced yes. um, Pam. Yeah, when... she was the receptionist. Yes, yeah. uh, and she's super funny. She's very very funny. Um, Tina Fe... <clears throat> Tina Fey is going to be producing this. Okay, like we said, Ellie Kemper is starring as Kimmy Schmidt. Jane Krakowski is also going to be on it. Ooh, that's why I'm. I love her to death. Yes. Um. And the story is that she is a woman rescued. Ellie Kemper is playing a woman rescued uh, after 15 years underground in a doomsday cult. And then she moves to New York City and gets a job and, like, tries to live her life. And, like, the premise of it kind of sounds like, eh. But the, looking at the the trailer, it looks really good. I'm really, really excited. Um, and the cool thing about it is they've already got a two-season order. So they're oh, already nice. going to make two seasons of it. I'm super excited about that. Boom. Good. Well, uh, let's watch uh, Breakable Kimmy Schmidt. When is that coming out? Uh, I don't... If we have a date, I don't know what it is. We don't have a date on IMDb, that's for sure. Okay. So, there you go. Oh, wait. Yes, we do. (laughs) Oh, do we? It says March 6th. Of 2015? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's coming quick. There you go. It is coming quick. Fast and Furious. Love you, Justin Lin. (laughs) I was just kidding. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> talking about Justin Lin gets me uh, uh, wet and hot. I which know it is, does. Which, which brings me to my uh, next topic, which is Best wet transition hot American summer ever <clears throat> on the Netflix. Okay, so you were saying earlier to me in private that we need a some sort of drop, and, and I don't have one yet, but we need some sort of sound drop for when I do something that embarrasses you, such as not having seen uh, what was it. Uh, well, it's not something that embar- it's something that embarrasses you. Well, it doesn't though. That's the thing. <laughs> it, it's, it, should. it should. It should, but it doesn't. It's the it's the shocked like I can't believe you haven't seen this. Yeah. It's like the <gasps> yeah, like that's you know, or what like, it is. or like some like screaming woman like. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna go back and take that and make that the sound <laughs> drop. Um, I've never seen Wet Hot American Summer. 
You know what? Neither have I. Oh, you haven't? Okay, so I don't I feel think so it, bad. It came on at, a, at an awkward time in my life. <laughs> I was young uh, and needed the money. <laughs> oh, uh, but can I just read you the list? So they're remaking it. The so cast this, is unbelievable. So the, this movie, um, it's like a summer camp. Uh, and apparently the, when the, the movie was the last day of summer camp in 1981. And so this reimagining of it on Netflix in this eight episode order is, I guess, the the whole summer, I guess, before that. OK, so so I'm going to read these names off, which I you probably already know because you probably looked it up. Uh, Elizabeth Banks. Mm. God, Michael Ian so Black. She's so damn funny. Michael Ian Black. Very funny. Bradley Cooper. Funny. Judah Freelander. Funny. Janine Garofalo. Funny. Should I keep going Ken, with the funny or to just assume that Ken, these are all funny? It's just Ken Marino. Funny. Annie Poehler. God damn. David Hyde Pierce. Everybody's in the. It would be shorter Chris, if you listed who's not in this. Christopher Maloney. Uh, who? He's he's from uh, Law and Order SVU. Oh, I don't know that. Don't uh, know Paul Rudd. You know that guy? I know Paul Rudd. I know of Paul Rudd. Like, and Molly Shannon. Molly Shannon. Yes, and in and as guest appearances, I guess during this season, John Hamm, love John Hamm, Chris Pine, Chris Pine, Jason Schwartzman. Oh, I haven't seen him in anything in a while. And Kristen Wiig, love Kristen Wiig. She's, like, a, she's a Ghostbuster now. How can you afford all these people? I well, you're Netflix and you make jillions of dollars. I guess so. House of Cards, motherfucker. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin Spacey. <laughs> When the money's coming in, you don't ask questions. Nope, you sure don't. <laughs> oh man, I mean, it's just for that cast. Like, I got, yeah. yeah, I got to see. Now it. I have to watch. It. I have to see if Wet Hot American Summer is on streaming. For well, Netflix. you got to think if they bought the series, they'll probably yep. pay for the movie. So probably. So so look for that. Very excited about uh, Wet Hot American Summer coming this summer. Yeah, that looks as it good. were. The irony is not lost on us. No, it isn't. Uh, some more Netflix news casting. We talked about some of the uh, Marvel shows that are going to be premiering on Netflix very soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them we talked about was Daredevil, mm-hmm. which is coming in April. Uh, we also talked a little bit about Jessica Jones, or as yeah. the show as the show is going to be called, AKA Jessica Jones, which is kind of like an antihero show. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much you know about this or how much we talked about I it. I know Chris, very little Cr- about it. Kristen Ritter <laughs> in the titular role. I really like um, her. Yeah, so she plays Jessica Jones, which is, and I won't get into too much detail, but she plays like a, she's a super superhero turned detective. Mm-hmm. Like something happened and she's no longer a superhero. And so now she's this detective and she's like dealing with life after being a superhero. So it's kind of like the opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, so David Tennant was cast as a major villain. Zebediah as Kilgrave? Yeah, or otherwise known as the Purple Man. That was my nickname who, in college. Who and, and this reminded me a lot of you um, <laughs> when I when I read this uh, has the ability to control others verbally by producing pheromones. But does he have to talk to them? Because that does not sound like me. <laughs> the, oh, good point, touche. Pheromones. You yes, use, I got plenty of use, pheromones. You use the um, you use the pheromone app. I do. That's what. <laughs> And, and when you're ready to release the pheromones, you just press a button. Pheromones like when you're, via Wi-Fi. When you're in, when you're in like the house of the person you want to release the pheromones, you uh-huh. just you just you just press in their house. Yeah, that button in their house. That's right. 
or in their car. You press the in the car button, and then the pheromones get released from your phone. I don't see a problem with this. Nope, no problems. Seems fine to me. Only solutions. <laughs> uh, so, so look for that. I thought you'd be excited about little David Tennant action. I saw that they got a 13-episode order, but I didn't see when it was coming. Uh, it's probably going to be, I would think it would not be before the end of this year or beginning of next year. They're going to let Daredevil run. Uh, it's going to be, because they're probably going to be airing or filming the other two, which is Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. Who And Luke Cage is probably going to guess he's part of that Jessica Jones universe, but mm-hmm. he's going to get his own series on Netflix. So I think those may come out more similarly maybe next year or at the end of this year. But who knows with Netflix? I mean, they're, they are... Uh, they're doing very well for themselves, yeah, they and are. so and they've they've got some good assets that they've acquired, and they're they're just saying, "Hey, I can do whatever the fuck I want." <laughs> That's exactly what they're saying. A little John Ralphio. <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks. It, I'm intrigued. I am definitely yeah, intrigued. Be intrigued. But, but you know, between David Tennant and Kristen Ritter, I am. Yes. I am definitely intrigued. So it's more news <clears throat> and follow up on the Netflix front. Yes. Uh, to the HBO. Yeah. Tell me about this. I didn't know anything about this before. You, you knew put it in nothing the notes. about this. I blew your mind. You did. You're consistently blowing my mind. And this is uh, where the this is where you a, need mm. yeah you need like the mushroom cloud app mm. or mushroom cloud drop. That that'll do. Okay. It needs to be longer though. Oh, I can do longer. Yeah. Not right now, but. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 you want to do it now? Now? <laughs> this is now. Now. <laughs> oh my gosh! I was waiting for that. <laughs> Wow, we got some work to do. Um, okay, we do have some work to do. This is all in beta right now. <laughs> it's all in you beta. You know, the, the first—that's why it's all about the quarter quill. The first seventy-four episodes was all open beta. Uh, now we're getting serious at seventy-five. Oh, we have to name our next episode the quarter quill. <laughs> it's it's uh, it just must be done. It has to be done. S- spare no expense. Um, no so. Expense. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Sir Richard. Uh, so Game of Thrones is going to air a mystery special, or it was a, it was a mystery special that they're going to be airing this mm-hmm. uh, coming up uh, on February the 8th at 730. Uh-huh. It's a 30-minute documentary on one day of season five of production in three different countries. Belfast, mm. Northern Ireland, which I'm guessing is probably like the north. Yeah, I would like, think so. Yeah, uh, like Winterfell and stuff. Uh, Dubron, Dubrovnik, Croatia. Oh my god. Uh, which maybe... Oh, I think they do, uh, uh, King's Landing there. Okay, Because there's, Landing. like, castles and stuff. Gotcha. And then Sevilla and Osuna, Spain, which I think is, like, the west, or the east, yeah. whatever, wherever Daenerys is. Well, you know, they use those Spanish dragons. Oh, yeah, Spanish mm. dragons. And then all the hair salons there that dye people's hair from blonde to brown. No, Brand- oh, no. <laughs> from brown to blonde? Yes. Oh, okay, there you go. <laughs> Ma- carpet's matching drapes She's a brunette. <laughs> oh, God. I like your brothers as a blonde. Uh, not going to lie. You're entitled to your opinion. I am entitled you're to your opinion. You're not wrong. No. There's no wrong answer when there's it comes no to... Uh, don't even know her name. Amelia Daenerys Clark. Targaryen of House Targaryen. Mm. Mother of dragons. Daenerys Stormborn. Uh, moon, yeah, this moon, looks moon interesting. Moon in my stars. I'll, I'll definitely watch it. Um, 30 minutes, though. Like, they're going to have to be, like, flying through. Like, what are they going to like, 10 minutes to eat at each location? I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's only one day of production, so. That's true. 
It'll be uh, interesting. So it'll be nice to kind of a little, uh, oh, what's it? Inter- not an intermezzo. What's, what's the, what's the appetizer of the little, mm, damn it. An I don't have the French word. It's the hors d'oeuvre. Yeah, but no, but even better than that. It was uh, like a little, uh, damn it. Damn it. That sucks. I haven't watched Top Chef in a while, so I don't know. I've never watched um, it. Don't know. Okay. So. Watch Game of Thrones mystery documentary February 8th at 7.30. And then we've got uh, Season 5 coming back on April 12th. We do, along with a lot of stuff coming back There's in April. a lot coming on April 12th. That's a big night. Uh, <laughs> Backstrom, episode yeah. one I have on here. Talk to me about this show that looks dumb. Have you... It does look dumb from what they've shown, yes, but that's yes. because Fox is stupid. Okay. Um, I, I will. I will give you that. I will give you. We that. all know that Fox is stupid. We all know this. Yes. Um, okay. So Backstrom, they've kind of been billing it as, "Hey, it's Rain Wilson, and he's kind of a jerk." And but it's it's not a comedy at all. That's okay. first of all. So I started watching. It, I was like, "This isn't funny," um, but it's not supposed to be. It's an hour long uh-huh. police procedural, so it okay. is a drama. There are some funny moments, but it's not a comedy. So what's different about it than anything so else? It's very, very dark. He's a very dark dude. Uh, a lot of depression, a lot of drinking. He's in bad health. He's a jerk to everybody. But he's a really, really good detective, and he's very smart, and he like gets things. And I, in my opinion, Rain Wilson is very good in this role. He's very huh. different from anything we've seen him in before because it's not a comedy. But he's really good in it, I, and I really like him in it. The supporting cast is really good. See, I think Fox really did a poor job of explaining that in their they did. trailers. They did, because when, when I turned it on on Hulu, I turned it on first of all, and I was like, oh, this is an hour. I thought this was a half hour. And then like I get like 30 seconds in, and I'm like, this is not funny. Mm. <laughs> this is not funny at all. There's nothing funny about this. Wow. I mean, there's some funny moments, and he says some funny things, but like it's not a comedy at all. And like there's a murder, and he's, you know, he's a detective, and it's, it's a real show. And um, yeah, I think they tried to play up too much that it's Rain Wilson and not enough that it's Rain Wilson doing a serious role. Interesting. So it's it's good. I really liked it. So I'm gonna keep watching it. Okay. Yeah. You you do that. I'm gonna do it. You can't um, stop me. Okay. <laughs> Watch Backstrom and and report back. Yeah. Uh, we are you, super long tonight. We are super long, but we're no, we're good. We're a little over an hour. And we yeah. got our picks and we're out. Yeah. Um, we're out. We're outie. I just wanted to say we're out, I was Audi five thousand Audi. <laughs> Is that a robot or something? I don't know. Um, uh, uh, in doing our picks, I was going to make a pick, but I changed my mind. Uh, I was <laughs> going to pick... Not like you at all. Not like me, even a little. I was going to make a pick of uh, Workflow, an iOS app, and I realized that I could not do it justice as doing it a pick. So I'm probably going to do like a blog post or something and put that on the old, the old website, but uh, mm-hmm. it's not going to be a pick, even though I think it's really good. It's it's kind of not for everybody, and it's uh, anyway, it's, it's better suited as a blog post. So I'm not making that a pick. So there yeah. you go. Well, I have a pick. What's your pick, good man? My good my man, pick is a my game. sir, you guy. My pick <clears throat> is a game. Uh, okay. A game called Shades. Like my future's so bright, I gotta wear shades. Can I tell you something about shades? Yeah. Okay. 
I'll let you describe it. And all. Okay. But I just want to say, I got it. I started playing it. I got it to like level six on the easy mode and was just destroyed. Just killed. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's a fun game. I'll play it again in a little while. Then I'll play it again. I get to like level five and get killed. Then I get to level six and get killed. My wife picks it up on her phone and she goes, I'm on like level 12. And I'm like, what, on easy? No, on medium. Nice. She is killing it on Shades. Good for her. Making so, me look like a fool. So Shades is a very interesting game. It's described as a mesmerizing, calming, zen-like experience Mm-mm. that quickly evolves into a devilishly challenging puzzler. No calm, no Medi- zen. Meditation <laughs> plus panic. It's a fantastic it's no combo. <laughs> it's just panic. I love how I love how this 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 quote surprisingly difficult. The guys who made it. <laughs> it is surprisingly difficult. But uh, like if you're somebody like, that likes that kind of game, it's it's great. Tetri- it's kinda like Tetris where you're having to you know, uh it's a puzzle game where you're having to clear blocks that, that fall down and but it's all about colors too. So you've got a shade. So whether whatever shade you're playing with on that round, whether it's say you're playing with the color blue, uh everything's coming in blue, so you may get some white ones and a white block will fall down. Uh, and then if you have another white block, uh, if it goes on top of that one, it becomes a light shade of blue. And if you get a, that another light shade of blue on top of that, it becomes a darker shade of blue. Mm-hmm. So and just like Tetris, you can only uh, clear the blocks if you got a full line across. And it has to be, but in this case, it has to be the same color, too. So uh, I thought it was a fun game. And the reason I picked it up is right now it is available for free. Uh, you're correct in that it is a fun game. And I think a lot of people really like it. It hurt my brain. Okay. Well, no. so did so did the rules game. Yeah, but they both it's still did. A good game. My, my brain just doesn't work the like the right way. <laughs> my wife, however, love loved Shades. She thinks it's a great game, and it is a great game. It's just mm-hmm. for me, it's really hard. Okay. It made me feel stupid. Oh. Mm-hmm. Want to talk about? You want to talk about it? I mean, I guess that's what you're doing. I guess I just did. Uh, but no, it is a good game and a good recommendation. Uh, I wholeheartedly agree with you. Um, yeah. Pick up Shades. It's free. I don't know what it was, what the original price was uh, or what you probably paid for it. I think I got it for free. Oh, good for you. Because we just got it like a few days ago, maybe. Oh, okay. So yeah, I think it, right now it's available for free on the App Store. So pick it up. Check it out. It's free. What do you got to lose? And no in-app purchases. Boom. What is your Boom. pick, good sir? My pick is a podcast called irrational confidence no um <clears throat> i've never my, heard of that <laughs> you never heard of that uh That's have you heard one. of Ircon pod oh right 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 um so sorry i give that five out of five farts five out of five farts um this podcast that i'm actually recommending is also five out of five farts it's super super funny it's called the flop house and uh, in this podcast, there are three hosts, not two, like some rinky-dink podcasts. This one has three hosts, and it's three guys that watch a bad movie, and then they turn on the microphones and record themselves talking about that bad movie. Um, and so basically what they do is uh, they have they have some different segments. In segment one, which is the bulk of the podcast, about half of it, they go through the movie from start to finish and make fun of it and talk about how bad it was. Then in the second segment, they rate the movie, and they'll rate it either that it was uh, a bad, bad movie, meaning it had very little redeeming value, 
or good bad and then it was a bad movie but it was fun to watch or that they kind of liked it and so it was kind of a good movie then so give me an expl- explanation of a couple of movies uh gi joe retaliation oh nice uh matter of fact i can i can tell you like like recent stuff oh yeah yeah they do recent stuff and old stuff okay so they did just recently i haven't i haven't caught up but uh, they did I transformers think I, I think i would like oh i think i would like oh this. you would love this podcast transformers age of extinction uh, they did a live show where they did Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh. Um, hey, that actually wasn't terrible. Uh, they did this. Oh, this one was hilarious. Episode 167 from Justin to Kelly. That wow. was good. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to find ones that you would appreciate. What's it called? Uh, Flop House? The Flop House. Uh, let's see here. Last Vegas. That's the one I just listened to. That was hilarious. Like I said, G.I. <laughs> Joe Retaliation. Uh, any which way you can. That was funny. Uh, that's the one with uh, one of the ones with uh, Clyde the orangutan. Uh, Gangster Squad. That one was hilarious. And R.I.P.D. Good one. Uh, oh yes. I okay. Wait a minute. Um, right now I'm downloading Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, oh Pompeii. I never saw that. Well, see, that's the best part of this show. Is you don't have to see any of these crappy movies uh, to appreciate them making fun of it because they talk about like what happens and everything. Like they did uh, the Scarlet Letter, Good Day to Die Hard. They've done, they've done a whole. They've done almost almost two hundred of these things. I think they've on number one. Crap, what number are they on? I don't even remember. Let's see here. They're they just put out number one seventy, and there's a whole ton of them. Um, so. Uh, some people will recommend you go back and listen to all of them. Don't do that because okay. the first like 30 to 50 episodes, the sound quality is really bad. It's not great. They didn't really know what they were doing yet. That, that What does that remind me of? It's some other podcast that I'm not familiar with. Um, Here come pod before but, the quarter quell. <laughs> before the quarter quell. But definitely go back and listen to some of them because some of them are absolutely well, they're all really funny. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna download the Justin to Kelly but one too. The Justin to Kelly one is excellent. Uh, okay. The other thing, I can't wait. This is great. It's uh, this so is, this is totally my wheelhouse. Ridiculously funny. So they they watch. They talk about the movie. Then they rate it. Then they do the letter segment, which is where people have written into the show. And in the letter segment, one of the hosts, Elliot, always makes up a song on the spot about how they're getting ready to read the letters, uh, which is really bad but really funny. And then in the last segment, they do recommendations of movies that they actually did like and that you might actually like to see. Um, so there's three three hosts. One is uh, Dan McCoy. He's kind of like the lead host, and he is a writer for The Daily Show. Uh, oh, okay. They, these guys all live in New York. Um, Stuart Wellington, uh, is a he's another host. He's a comedian, and he's like the guy that likes the gory movies, the horror films. And uh, talks about how much he gets to see naked ladies in the movies. Um, uh, so he's kind of like you. Um, nice. <laughs> and then uh, then the the guy who sings the letter song is Elliot Kalin. He's actually the head writer for The Daily Show uh, and has a really super annoying voice. You're going to the first few times you listen, you're going to be like, God, that voice is killing me. But then you get used to it. And it's really funny. Um, he does a lot well, of like to be to be fair they said that about you and they're still listening that's so. true 75 and counting 74 and counting 
Sorry. I, Don't I, get ahead of I yourself. I didn't want to get to the quarter quell too quickly. <laughs> yeah, we have had a steep drop-off in sponsorship. This could be our last episode. God damn it. Maybe we can get the Hunger Games to sponsor the next one. Um, <laughs> he does like a lot of puns uh, and I'll talk, stuff like I'll that. Talk to, I'll talk to Donnie Sutherland. Please do. And um, But it's super, super funny. There's a lot of... I wouldn't call them inside jokes because they're not inside jokes. Like you don't have to like know things to get what they're talking about, but there's a lot of recurring jokes that happen episode to episode. So if you go back and listen to some, like you'll start to hear like the origins of some of this stuff. And like, just to give an example, like there's this certain movie that they keep talking about called castle freak that I haven't seen. Most people haven't seen, but they keep talking about it because apparently when they were talking about it the first time, they one of the guys claimed that in the movie, the quote-unquote castle freak rips his ding-dong off. And so they keep every time they bring up the castle freak, they talk about ripping somebody's ding-dong off, which is a lot funnier than it sounds when I tell it. But um, this... I take your word for it. This podcast is good. legitimately the funniest thing I've ever heard. Again, I'll be the judge of that, but I will listen to it. I've downloaded two episodes now, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and from Justin to Kelly, and I will report back. It is ridiculously funny. Um, what I ought to do is go through and like do some recommended episodes because some of them are absolutely hilarious. Um, but uh, And maybe I'll do that for next week. But, um, okay. But, but you can go back, like, uh, you know, I, I think the farthest back I've gone is like maybe episode 35, 40, something like that. And I haven't listened to even close to all of them, but the ones that I've listened to have been just absolutely hilarious. So, well, I'm excited. You got me definitely very hot and bothered about that. Definitely listen to it. It's so, so funny. I, it's one of those where I just, I just listen to it and I'm, it's a good thing I'm in my office by myself because I'm like cracking up the whole time. I was going to, I thought you were going somewhere else with that. Sorry. Because I'm naked. Um, yeah. And that's our show. Grant, <laughs> uh, that was a good one. That was, was a, a good show. It was did a good not, one. did not go off the rails. It did not get inappropriate. Uh, we didn't curse too much. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So we hit all of the points that should get us to a 75th episode. Uh, the only thing that I would add is, um, yeah. Wow. I've been waiting Defin- to do that. Definitive, we've been definitively approved for a 75th episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for Nicholas and Justin Lin, this is Brandon. XOXO. XO.